What is up, football fans? Welcome back to another episode of Pound the Pigskin, where it's all football all the time. This is your host, Steve Hillen, along with your fellow host, Alex the Marine Ruiz. Thank you for your service. And Matt Bear Kaczynski. Gentlemen, how are we today? Feeling good. Heck yeah. Feeling pretty I'm I'm fired up for a couple of reasons. Uh, one of them is that we've had some big some big news uh, since the last time we were on the show in the in the world of the, the NFL. Um, we'll get to that. Yep. Uh, we're going to continue our division dive, obviously, uh, this week with the NFC East. So I know you guys are all jacked up, and I'm I'm ready to be a uh, an antagonizer when it comes to that subject, but also give a uh, uh, an unbiased opinion. Uh, we'll continue that that team build, um, all time team build as well. But first, we can't we can't start off the show without um, discussing our drink of the night. For me, it's uh it's something different. We're going with some Bud Light seltzers and vodka mix. So we're going to – we're trying something a little uh, carb and waistline friendly, but it still packs a punch. Yeah, I, I would say so there, sir. Uh, here's the key, though. What flavor vodka and what flavor uh, seltzer So it's a it's a cherry black uh, – a cherry blue raspberry seltzer and a uh, blue raspberry Svedka vodka. Oof. That sounds like a – Sweet tooth stream, yeah. Hence, hence why probably the chicks drink it, why my girlfriend drinks it. So there you go. Well, what, there what are you, you guys go. Slugging down, man. I was, you know, I talked it up last week. I said I was gonna, I was gonna get into the the tequila. You said you were gonna drink tequila and light it on fire and throw it down the hatch. Yeah, man. Uh, but it's been, uh, it's been a long two weeks. So I'm just, I'm taking it easy. Right, well then, I'm well, still gonna throw it on, it on I'm fire. Go I'm going to go grab my tequila. I'm going to take a shot on the air for you. Hold oh, on one no, second. don't do that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But no, nah, man, I'm just drinking some seltzer tonight, some Bud Seltzer. I got I got mango and strawberry. All right. Well, Matt, what about you? Are you seltzer? Are you beer? Are you hard stuff because you're fired up? Uh, I was going to probably uh, go ahead and put down this uh, 420 Mango Kush wheat ale and then probably hit a uh, little small finger of uh, two shot. Whiskey. Okay. Okay. So you got yourself some some beer and some and some whiskey. So that's good. You got a boiler maker going. I like it. So we, we are going to need all of our fuel for tonight's show, boys. Let's start off though with the news of the newest half billion dollar man on the planet, and that is um, Patty Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes from the the Kansas City Chiefs, where they do nothing but win Super Bowls and make good barbecue, apparently. So the the Chiefs decided to ink him to a a 10-year, $503 million deal. So it's basically a a 12-year extension if you include the two years he's got um, under contract already. So he's he's a Chief for the next 12 years um, if if, uh, all goes well uh, for them. It's a monster deal, boys. It's a monster deal. It's going to be, what, $45 million cap hit on, on him alone. Once this deal kicks in, which is in still it's still in two years, so we don't know what the cap will look like. But regardless of what the cap looks like, forty-five million dollars on one player, one on your team—that's a huge number against the cap. What's our gut reactions on this? Look, man, the dude—I'm not trying to say he didn't deserve it, right? But at the same time. He didn't really deserve it. Thank I mean, you. $45 million. I mean, this is a contract I would expect Tom Brady to get. Not not the guy who's won one Super Bowl 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, again, I'm not I'm not knocking the guy. I think he's good. I think he'll be a really great quarterback going forward. I just don't know what thought process the team was having by giving him the largest awarded sports contract in the history of sports. Uh, the thought process is was that he just won he just won us the Super Bowl, so we're high we're high as a kite right now and we wanna make him <clears throat> our our quarterback clear cut. And we want to discourage other teams or maybe m- encourage other teams to having to come close to meeting the price to keep their quarterbacks a la the, the, the Central Texas choke artist with Dak Prescott yeah. uh, and, and the Houston Texans with Deshaun Watson. Now the bar is set and those teams are going to have to decide how close do we get to this deal? Are the guys we have close to paying this kind of money? No. So, I'm a fan of this deal because down the road, this is going to cripple the chiefs who are in the same division as the chargers. When you have $45 million to your quarterback, we all know that that's a ton of money in one spot when you have to build a roster, which is now 55 men and not 53 men. Granted the, the salary caps usually go up a little bit each year, but with COVID who knows what's going to happen with the caps the next couple of years. I'm all for the Chiefs crippling themselves, even if they have the best quarterback in the NFL for the next decade. I'm very interested to see what other teams who have to sign their quarterbacks are going to do now that this bar is set. I mean, Mahomes is making $10 more a year than Russell Wilson. Yeah, it like I said, it, it, it doesn't really make sense to me, man. I, again, if they would have... If they would have front loaded the contract, right, and then and then decreased his cap hit throughout the life of the contract, it might make more sense to me. Because right now, his last four years with the team, he's going to make over two hundred million dollars, and that's the time they're going to want to be preparing because they yeah. can't trade the kid. The kid went and got a no trade clause. They got to prepare for yeah, a new he's quarterback. Not moving. Mahomes, Mahomes so, is staying there for his lifetime. And the guy's got $477 million in guarantee on $503 million contract. Like the yeah, guy, it's, it's insane. It's he, absolutely he just made insane. a half a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. And he, and I mean, listen, I know he's what he's 24 years old. By the time this is all said and done, he's 36. What if, what if he's got, I mean, I'm not saying it because he's got a very different style of game, but what if he has Tom Brady like longevity and he plays till he's 42? That means another six year deal. After this one, he better he better be nice to that team and and take it nice and easy. Ah, listen, it's gonna be there. There, a first off, I'm gonna be the guy to say it. He's not gonna be Tom Brady numbers. I'm sorry. Yes, the numbers have been stellar. Great player. I get it. He's not gonna do it. His style play not gonna allow him to honestly. How many Super Bowls does he has to win to make this to make this contract worth the money for the Chiefs? Seven. <laughs> he's got. He's got to win as many as Brady, doesn't That's he? Argument, Seven. He's got. He's got to win as many as Brady, does he not? I mean, they're saying they're saying they're going to commit to him for the next ten years. You you might want to do good on that. Yeah, I mean, he, he ten years. He's got to. He's got to go to what? He's under contract for twelve seasons now with them. He's got to take them to eight Super Bowls, doesn't he? He's got to. Yeah. I mean, first off, if that happens, um, if that happens, I'll be crying in a corner in the fetal position, but. <laughs> But you, you get the point. I don't see it. So I, I'm with Alex on it. I, I don't know that he technically deserves it yet. Um, you know. What's going to happen when I Lamar just, Jackson has to get re-signed in two more years? 
Good luck, Raven. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are they gonna are they gonna be like? What about Dan? What is gonna happen? What if Daniel Jones has success? You know, what about some of these young guys? What if Herbert starts having success really right out well, of the I gate? I tell you right now, the Giants won't pay anything like that. They got yeah. they, oh, they got God, Joe Judge at the helm right and now. Telesco coops, <laughs> clips way too many coupons to be doing that. I mean, they they weren't going to pay Rivers. So here's what I find funny is we we have to compare Mahomes contract and like what he's going to become to Brady but you've got to remember Brady was never even like a top five paid quarterback like any given year well and he never made he never made top dollar while he was playing Mahomes Mahomes is going to be the top guy I mean listen like I said so he's making 10 million more than Wilson got to compare his accomplishments to that of Tom Brady's and yet they're going to pay him this contract that he has on anything close to exceeding what could happen, like they're, it, they're paying. They're, listen, they are paying for hope right now. Oh, that's exactly what they're paying for. Yeah, it's a hope and a prayer. Now, I'll I'll say this though: you spent you spent forty five million on Mahomes per season. The rest of your money, you better start allocating to that offensive line. It's a whole lot of catch up. Uh, oh man, <laughs> you, you're gonna have. And, and you want to? Hey, you want to know what though? There's even more pressure on the on whoever on the GM for this team as long as he's there with Mahomes to draft well, and to, I mean because you gotta you gotta hit with good players on rookie deals when you've got a cap hit like that on one guy, you know there, you know what I'm saying? So I mean they have to tons be of pressure deal. now to to draft well and re-sign re-sign their their guys that they can on team friendly deals and get. You know, get veterans on on veteran friendly deals and stuff like that. You got to be you got to be real slick at your job now, because of what you invested. What's one thing that is crazy to think about that though, is they are the one team that maybe could kind of pull that off, since they're running a more what we would consider like the modern offense. You got to think, what's the shelf life of receivers nowadays? It's a lot shorter than it used to be. Shelf life of running backs is becoming shorter and shorter. Yeah, you could. They you could, could just take could the, a bunch of guys on rookie deals yeah. and have great success. That's what they could do. They could uh, draft. They could draft guys on four-year rookie deals, pick up every fifth-year option for their first rounders, and then not extend any of them unless they have it in their cap. And then just keep redrafting rookies. Just keep recycling guys every four years. Yeah, you guys, you're and, forgetting the, the big key component here. If they're making it to the Super Bowl. As much as they're, we're, we're saying they need to with this type of a contract to their quarterback, they're going to be drafting at the end of the first round anyways. And yeah, there's talent back there, but they're not going to get the top guys at yeah. those positions. Oh no, it becomes a system. They become a product of a system. And I'm not saying this by any means. So anybody listening, do not quote me as saying I'm this. Quote you. They're going to write it, it down and go back to it. <laughs> yeah, y'all suck. But <laughs> this is very reminiscent in a way of what. Belichick and the Patriots started doing. Yeah, but they were never handcuffed. They were never handcuffed by a contract like that right. on one guy. They they did it to themselves. They did it on their own accord because that's yeah. how they that's how they ran it. I mean, what was the it, last just mind boggling contract? I mean, I remember when I remember when Peyton Manning was the first one I think to sign. Like, I mean, there's been long deals, but I remember when Manning got like seven years, a hundred million with the Colts, yep. and we were all like. Holy shit! Seven-year deal with a hundred million dollars. I remember that back as a kid. This is this like puts that to to shame. Now, granted, the cap was a lower number then, so it was still a big hit. But I mean, 
$45 million cap hit when this thing kicks in is just absurd. I'm very happy that the Chiefs did it. I hope that it cripples them in the long run. Um, I hope that he does not go to the same amount of Super Bowls as Brady. And I will laugh all the way to my grave if the Super Bowl they just won is the last one they win with Mahomes as quarterback. God, could you imagine what that what that? Yeah, just imagine if they're a good team, but they find a way to to choke or something happens, and they never win. They never oh, win on. again. That's where I don't think it makes that much of a difference, quite frankly, because if they if they pull off a run where they're in the AFC Championship, like you know, essentially every year to every other year, it almost still becomes justified, even with one Super Bowl. Yeah, but they paid him all but, that money to win the to win the Belichick be, Trophy. The problem is, is they're not going to have the Super Bowls, and they've got there's when Brady and Belichick were doing it. No offense to the AFC East and those teams, but they were not in the same positions that the other teams of the AFC West are right now. No, I mean the there was that there was that brief point. What was it? Oh eight, oh nine, where the Jets were pretty good. But other than that, yeah. Other than that, it's been a weak sauce division while they were Thanks. while they were winning for the most part. So that's where I don't think the Chiefs are going to be able to have that kind of success. Yeah, I just I don't see it. listen. I, I I'm hopeful. I mean, they're paying them a lot of money to hum that tater for the next decade. They better hope that the the rotator cuff stays stays there, the knees stay there. I mean, he had the ankle issue this year. Obviously, that didn't set him back. Yeah, but, that know, was nobody. Nobody is a Superman, Man of Steel. Um, so we'll we'll see. Well, but we couldn't we couldn't uh, we couldn't not clearly. talk about this because it was just too big of a deal. Uh, to not talk about, you know what I'm saying? I mean, only thing I'm going to say, and I have to throw it out there because I've got to just be the person because I know somebody will call it on us or whatever. The guy has literally only played 31 games and has already almost passed for 10,000 yards and 76. Yeah, I mean, touchdowns. he's got video game numbers. I can't yeah, yeah. argue against anything he's done. That's what, I, that's now, what, I, yeah. now that's what I was saying earlier. For what he has, has to do. Like, I, See, that's the problem is this – yeah, but here's the problem. Is it become a problem if he becomes like starts, you know, just leading the way in statistics, but doesn't get Super Bowls? Does that justify it? No, I mean, like I said, they paid him this money to win the Super Bowl multiple times. They want him to be able to put up a five finger shuffle and have Super Bowl rings on every single knuckle. They want to be the next dynasty, man. Yeah, that's, that's really? what they paid him for. And, and it's going to be tough to build a dynasty when one guy – is taking in that much money on expanded rosters, um, you know, moving forward. Who, who's to say that in, in five years uh, the, ros- the roster won't be 58, you know, or whatever. So it's going to be interesting yeah. to see how it develops, especially once this thing kicks in. I will, I will be all over, over the cap.com once, uh, once this contract is, is really in there to see how it affects the Chiefs moving forward. It'll be awesome. Um, but I mean, congrats to congrats to Mahomes. He's got you know an annoying girlfriend on social media, but he's got a half, <laughs> he's got a half billion dollars in a Super Bowl trophy. So life can't be all that bad for that guy. Um, yeah, but definitely not. He's got Andy Reid by and his you know, side. So. I was I just have to bring this up because I'm not I'm not bitter about it. But you know how we could all you could play what if every day for every situation of your life. Oh. I had on uh, just a clip from one of the uh, Chargers guys that I follow on Twitter. And it was a 
a, um, a segment on Good Morning Football where one of the guys was doing a, a what if of the 2017 draft and how Anthony Lynn is a Texas Tech rec, uh, Red Raider. He called Kingsbury about Mahomes. They brought Mahomes in for a pre-draft interview. He blew him away, but they decided that Rivers had just come off a great year and still has more in the tank. We're not going to take a quarterback at seven. We're going to get Rivers a weapon and see what he can do. So we took Mike Williams at seventh overall when we were, you know, vetting Patrick Mahomes. And obviously the rest is history. What if, what if, what if, but I just was like, you know, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not bitter about it. Hopefully we've got our, hopefully we've got our guy at signal caller, but we'll see. So with, with all of that, all of that, I know we've got a lot. We've Alex has broken some news that uh, some of the teams are starting to announce that they're going to be um, reducing their capacity for uh, fans in the stands at NFL games this year. I know the Ravens were the first one, and Alex, who'd you say was the next team that announced? The Chiefs. It was the Chiefs. Okay. Yes. They're they're uh, they're crediting the 2021 2020 season tickets into the 2021 season. So those guys won't have to pay for 2021 season tickets and they're going to allow reduced capacity for everybody. I wonder I wonder who like who are they deciding gets to keep their their seats and who is like No, they they're not. They're not letting anybody reserve their seats. They're just going to push them to the 2021 season instead of making them pay for it. And whenever the tickets go on sale, it's going to be first come first serve. First come first Oh man. Listen, Oof. if you're if you're if you think that you're a witty a witty entrepreneur got type of person, you're gonna be waiting in the queue to buy I don't know two three four tickets in all together, and you're gonna buy as many as you can, and you're gonna throw those things back up on a third party site for triple what you bought them for, and just why are you why are you telling everybody our strat, bro? Uh, listen, listen, you you don't <laughs> think I've already schemed this through? If the sat if the sat yeah. <laughs> limit what they're gonna allow in the stands, I will buy up, I will buy up some tickets, and I will throw those bad boys back up for resale because everybody in this town is gonna want to see the pixie dust of Minshew magic, and they will purchase, they will purchase, especially for that home opener. Against the Colts in the division, forget about it. I'll make all my money back in one game. That's right. But you, mean you don't want to watch Philip Rivers. I got. Nah. I've seen enough of Rivers over the last sixteen years. He's not on my team anymore. I wish him the best of luck. I'll see you in Canton. I've got. So, I've got another. I got another thing. I don't know if you guys saw it today. It, it came out right before we before we jumped on. It's. Well, it's you have to. You have to enlighten us. I'm. I'm hanging on by a thread here. Yeah. It's. <laughs> It's got more implications than anything else the, the, the NFLPA and the league have talked about over the last week. Does the NFLPA and the league even know what they're doing? Do they know how to run? No, they don't have any protocol in place for this, but they are currently, as of today, in negotiations to offer players a 2020 opt-out so that they can sit the, the 2020 season without being penalized and still collect some type of compensation for it. Yeah, but will they accru- if they opt out, will they be able to accrue a league? No. Year? Yeah, see they're not going to do that then. Fuck that because they're going to yeah. want they're going to want to be a year closer to free agency. Oh, actually, no. No, no oh, dude, no dude with in their right mind with the right kind of agent would tell them to There's already a few word, the, the McCourty word. brothers, Stefan Diggs, all of them have already come out and said that they, they 
they they would strongly consider not playing the 2020 season with everything going on. And it, Bro, Chief, you would, I guarantee you, you'd be surprised, man. You're saying there's a lot. You'd be surprised. They guarantee you how many guys would actually consider sitting. And you said what what kind of agent they have? There's quite a lot of crappy agents that would, uh, you know. Well, there's plenty of crappy agents, but I mean, it, everybody's situation is going to be different. If you're already a guy who's who's got to make a major deal like Stefan Diggs, and he's not near free agency anytime soon, then yes, yeah, sit out. You're probably getting paid some level of your guaranteed money. You don't care. But if you're somebody like Lamar Jackson, who's going into year three, and he knows he's going to get that fifth year option picked up on him, you want to accrue a league year so you don't got to you don't have to wait three more years before you're ready for free agency or, or an extension. So, I mean, everybody's situation is different. You're right. Good, good job on devil's advocate, but I'm just telling you right now, guys who are not the, the big time contracts, they're not, they're going to want to accrue a league year and they're going to want to make as much money as they can while they can. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you gotta, you definitely have a strong point. I just, I'm just letting you know that this was, this, this leaked out today um, NFL general managers and team owners were notified. So players are going to have uh, a specific date that they have to acknowledge that they're going to opt out and they can't come back in that season. It's not going to be like IR or, or anything like that. If they opt out, they're out. Is there the a timetable yet on when that's What's set that? Up? There's no timetable. No, yet they on haven't when they said have when they have decision? to announce it by, I'm assuming it would be before the start of regular season, maybe at least two weeks prior. Um, Oh, That's yeah, speculation. I mean, There's no actual date on it we, set yet, but I still haven't even heard them officially cancel the preseason yet. Yeah, they haven't officially canceled it yet. I mean, I mean, come on now. We're we're after the Fourth of July, the greatest holiday in this country, and we still don't know if they're going to be playing preseason football in six weeks. Ah, I mean, they, as I guess, listen, off season. There's some clown up there in New York who is in charge of a multi-billion-dollar spaceship. And he doesn't even know how to drive the motherfucker. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. This is good stuff. This is good stuff, boys. Speaking of uh, speaking of good stuff, though, all-time team. You guys have loaded teams. Tonight, we're finally getting into the defense. I know I know you guys have some interesting thoughts on, on this. Alex, uh, you're, you're on the clock first. We're selecting two defensive ends tonight, and I know – that for th- this position for you two are is definitely one of of debate and 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 scrutiny and decision. So Alex is lucky that he gets to pick anybody yeah. he wants. Yeah, but I'm not because it, it, but I'm not. So so it's it, we look. I, I'm just gonna say it. The Giants have had the best the best defensive ends in the history of the NFL. I don't care what anybody says. We, we consistently produce high level hall of fame caliber defensive ends. So are you taking 141 and a half sack? Mike? No, see, and that's who, man. And 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 this makes it hard, right? They got, I got straight hand. I got OC and you're, I got Justin Tuck. I got, I got all kinds of guys that I could go after that were on the giants team. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm still going to go with the guy that set the tone. He, he might not be the greatest in terms of sacks. He's, he's not going to lead the team or lead the league in sacks. But the guy revolutionized the position. And I'll, I'll, to me, he's still the greatest defensive end that has ever played in the NFL. So I'm going with my boy, LT. I'm getting Lawrence Taylor on the edge. It's going to happen. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I, I got to have them. What do you a think there, Matt? What? You cheated the system. How did I cheat the system? Are we going to pick LT as a linebacker? No. He's an A. Come on. Dude, he was a linebacker. I mean, he was technically an OLB, but if you want him at yeah. the end, you're huge, little. Uh, you're just mad because you were going <laughs> to It don't matter. I was going to pick LB first, too. So I, I mean, Matt would, Matt would not have been able to pick first at OLB anyway. So <laughs> no. even if. I mean, no. even if you wanted Taylor at OLB, I'm taking him in. I'm taking him in. I don't care. That's like cheating the system. All right, you know what? You can play. Try to play that little new agey defense where you. How many? Do you guys know how many games? I know he started. I know Taylor started 180 games. Were they all at outside Ooh. linebacker? Yeah, dude. It's a right offensive line, right outside linebacker his entire career. Yeah, 132 and a half sacks. All right, well, we'll give him we'll give him a DN for Alex. That'll be interesting though when Alex is on the board for outside nah, linebacker then. All right, Matt, what do you got then? Cheating system. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're I'll let him I'll let him build his team the way he wants to build his team, but you know, he's married because he knows well, he was gonna do it himself. No, I No, nah, he will I don't think Matt would have taken no, Lawrence Taylor linebacker. at the end. He would have he would have Nobody listened, considers he him a Nobody considers him a fucking end. He's a linebacker. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm good gonna, luck, bro. You got I'm a not little... picking side. I'm not picking sides here, but I'm I'm definitely considering him an outside linebacker. That's, you know, that's fine. Linebacker. I'm putting him in. He, he got he prototyped. Great. He prototyped that position for what it is now as a as an edge exactly, rusher. and that's why he's going there. That he is the yeah, godfather he, of what that position is now. No, 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 no. Because even edge rushers are still much bigger than quit, Taylor. Quit getting your panties in a yeah. bunch. Well, and their and their edge rushers are technically hands out of the dirt, you know, exactly. up on the line. So, anyway, Matt, well, we can we can bicker about that one, that selection. All oh, that's gonna long. be. I know it. This will be forever. This is this will never. You want, go away. You want me to change it? Yeah, I'll yeah, change yeah. it. I'm still gonna. I'll take no, him no, at no, linebacker. No, if that's what you want me to do. I mean, you listen. You listen. You're gonna take him at OLB hey, exactly. anyway. So. So if you want him at DN, then we'll put him there. I already got it plugged into the then Excel there you sheet. Go. Then let's, it's let's fine. Quit, it just means more D, more DN options for me and Matt. Yeah. Watch, he's gonna try to sneak in like a DN linebacker. <laughs> I I don't know, but what what do you got for DN now, Matt? Now that oh. you can basically take anyone you want. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna take the kind of obvious one. I mean. If I are you going to take another? Are we going to have back-to-back Giants? No, nah, he's probably going. Oh, okay. He's probably going one. Bruce Smith. No, actually, I'm going to go Reggie White. All right, Reggie White. Yeah, Defense, about the same. I mean, yeah, look, about the same. Look, I respect I respect Strahan to probably to the moon, but you know what? Matt's sticking with his power scheme, when man. He's got a down, he's got a power rusher. I like it. Here's the here's what I love about Reggie White, and I actually forgot about it until I was you know just doing more research on him. He was a D end mm-hmm. with the Eagles, and then they decided to go. Hey, you know what? Let's get a little, let's get a little cute and kicked him out. Now he's listed, you know, at tackle only one year on reference, but we know that he was used as an interior tackle um, with the Eagles. It's just incredible. So you know, you're talking about a guy that changed things. I mean, you got a big dude that was able to be inside and outside. So yeah, absolutely. 198 sacks. I mean. Reggie and he's a, he's a he's a power he's a power rush D ends which is yeah. I mean it's a great it's a great pick let me I give me I love Hall it. of Famer give me yeah. give me another Super Bowl to my collection since I'm blowing y'all out of the water with that yeah you got a lot of Super Bowl winners there's no and doubt there my 13 so Pro Bowls 
Come on. That did act like yeah. me for days. I'm going to, I'm going to tell, I mean, you made this easy for me. Um, I'll take Bruce Smith. He's oh. the all time leader in sacks. Um, he went to four straight Super Bowls. Yep. You know, the Bills lost them all, but I mean, he's oh. still a, he's still a winner. He's got 18 Pro Bowls. He's got eight first team All Pros, 200 sacks. He's a good combination, just like Reggie White of, of power and speed. Um, you know, a top pick out of Virginia Tech. So easy decision for me, Bruce Smith, back to Alex. Yeah, I mean, I can't I can't get mad at it. Again, I'll go with the controversial pick if that's how y'all want to play it. That, that's fine by me. Yeah, but are you going to pair him up with another? Are you going to have two Giants <laughs> now at DM? That's what I want to know. Are you going to go? You, you guys have already... You guys have already questioned things by stacking your rosters with Cowboys. Are you going to sandwich your DNs? No, I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I love, I love okay. Strahan. The dude's great. I think he's an excellent analyst. I love what he's done for the team and the culture. But I'm not picking him, man. Uh, I'm actually going to go with somebody that we grew up watching. Um. Okay. Listen, it. Yeah. Reti- retired Hall of Famer already or not yet? Uh, not yet. I don't Where think he's gotten a lot yet. I bet you. I bet you it's no, screening. No, it's not. I'm telling you, he's more recent. Oh. So, oh. so I'm going. Oh, maybe I'm it's. Going with the, is it Jay Pep? I don't even want to know. I'm going with a nine-time Pro Bowl, 2002 AP Defensive Rookie of the Year. Oh, yeah. It's Julius Pep. Yeah. Okay. I mean, guy was a. I remember just a freak athlete when yeah, he was man. coming out. Man. Yeah. I, I, I gotta have him. I mean, he's not up there on on the you know the sack. He's up there on the sack numbers, but he's not like. I mean, he's got almost a what one fifty nine yeah, and a half. Yeah, one fifty nine and a half. That's I mean, he's pretty got, damn he's good. Got great numbers, man. The dude, I like what he did. He, he's playing for the. He played for the team that is going to be I mean, worse. He's third all time in sacks. I don't know what you mean. He's not up. That's there. what I'm saying he's though. We got there. you know 52 forced fumbles. I mean the dude's just come on. We, we're talking about a six a natural Every- defensive end. I, I could I could not have him. Yeah, he's a beast. He's a basketball player that figured out how to rush the pass. Yeah, man. So that's that's just my like that's it. that's. I know he's an ACC guy going to North going to North Carolina. Matt doesn't like him, but he's yep. a great player. That's- I mean I have. No, I actually have always loved Julius Peppers. I just think you have trash ass all time. The the end, whatever combination you're calling it, it's trash. What's that? <laughs> what do you got, Matt? Then, if you think his combo is trash, who you who you pairing up I'm with so Reggie mad. White? <sighs> right, so. are you gonna go with your giant then? Probably. Man, I am literally on like a coin flip. I, I have to be honest because I assumed Strahan would be gone. I am surprised that well I'll i love strahan i just i couldn't pick him man the, the problem is is there's one guy that i really want that i don't know if i want to subject to not have because i want to take my home oh, oh. well listen if if it's the guy you listen this is your team who's the guy you want on your team i mean that's the problem though strahan's a good guy. who's the guy you want on your team oh, yeah but i'm just saying it's not like you don't want him on your team um all right well then you no, gotta I, make I don't this care. you know what in the spirit of in the spirit of us doing NFC East tonight, I don't give a shit. Y'all can call me out. I just called you out. Whatever. I'm taking my okay, train. Give me the game. Okay. Give me the game. Right, I mean, listen. He's fifth all time in sacks. Nobody's going to knock you for it. Dude, what, what are you looking at? You're you're all off, bro. He's six. Yeah, he's six. Oh, six. Okay. Fifth, six, whatever. You forgot about Kevin Green at three with six, one six. Yeah. Julius yeah, covers his fourth. But he, and, he's a... Uh, 
Hey, Kevin Green is a great outside linebacker. You know, by the, the whole way. thing is this: the guy Steve's going to probably get the guy that I was going to take, and if you don't, I will be absolutely shocked. But you can um, take him at outside linebacker then. I, I could technically <laughs> if I really want. Um, I really want to get cute. Um, I mean, I I know who I'm taking now that he's still on the board, but I'll let Matt. I mean, accolades are good. I mean, the dude is a Hall of Famer. Obviously, he's got yeah. his Super Bowl. You know, he went out on a high note. Got to give him that. I mean, he's got probably the worst number of solo tackles in the history of the NFL at six six six. But you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, he was a great player, and he still has the he still has, he the, still single, has the single season record, right? For two and a half, still has it. I don't. That's right. He got. He, he fell on Favre. It's yeah. I mean, he fell on him, so whatever. Yeah. You know, he would have twenty one and a half, but you know, whatever. Listen, I have mad respect for Favre for for letting him just you know. I kind of do actually. I mean, it, he got there. He beat Favre. The Favre knew. Favre knew that he had put in all this effort for the season. He's like, I'll freaking lay down one. But I mean, if you rewatch it, I mean, Strahan did beat the block, but yeah, but Favre went down. Yeah, he did. Which is fine. Like I said, I love that he did it. So I'm not knocking it. Straight hand earned it. But yeah, give me a, you know. Are you happy with him? Are you good with him? I'm. Oh, he's got it. You seem less amped up. I will. uh... No, I'm, dude. I. I'm just. He's got, Reg, he's got Reggie White and Michael Strahan. He's got. I'm, you know. He's got the guy. I'm okay. Like yeah. I just want to make sure. I don't want to hear you crying. So uh, you know who I'm going to take here. Um, he actually, and this might be the guy that Matt wanted was torn with. Um, if so, we'll find so, out. But this guy's a Hall of Famer. No, he's uh, cur- he's currently the defensive coordinator for the St. Thomas Aquinas High School Raiders. Um, he's in the same division as Bruce Smith, and that's Jason Taylor. All right. I love the picks, actually, but that is not who I was going to go with. Yeah, so I, I could have I, – I, now, there were guys that <clears throat> – Now, look, he's I mad because the guy he wanted like. is still there. <laughs> I, I Guys that I like, you know, I love the way that Freeney played. I love I love the way that, um, you know, my the cowboy Jared Allen played. Um, but Jared Allen, Jason, if I picked him, it would have solely been just because I like him. He's really yeah. good, but he's definitely <laughs> not all time. I mean, he's not a top. He's not a top six, no. But I mean, J- Jason Taylor, you know, give give me give me him. He's a Hall of Famer. He's been a he's been a Pro Bowler multiple times, and he's got you know what 140 sacks or or somewhere around there, and just a great a great athlete. And like I said, I I'll pair him up with Bruce Smith, and I'll take my chances getting after oh, the quarterback. I'm surprised y'all left uh, Chris Dolman on the damn board. Dolman. Yeah, Dolman, Jack Youngblood, the former the former Florida Gator. I mean, the number one good... guy that I was gonna possibly pick, and I actually sat for Strahan. Which who? Deacon Jones, the inventor of the sack. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know, right? He didn't. He didn't. He never got. He never got credit because they, they didn't, didn't track, track him back then. Stats when he played. They didn't, they didn't I know. Quite he had like it. three seasons of twenty plus sacks in a row. Yeah, if I was doing a, if I was making a homer pick, I would have picked Jack Youngblood because yeah. he's a Jacksonville native. He's a Florida Gator, uh, but I went I went with the guy that I thought best suited my team, Taylor and Taylor and Smith. So that's my combo. So we've got Lawrence Taylor and um, you can put an asterisk by that and uh, Julius Peppers. We've got Reggie White, Michael Strahan for Matt, which I, I love that combo, and then uh, Bruce Smith and Jason Taylor. So. Next uh, next week, though, we're going to get to the interior defensive lineman. We're going to pick Ooh. two defensive tackles. Uh, so, Alex, you'll be 
you'll be on the board first there for the for the defensive tackles um, and and help uh, solidify the the trenches and uh, for for our our teams. So should be should be good. Uh, I'll be interested to see how we build the interiors of our, of our defensive lines. That should be interesting. Big. Yeah, big, right? So <clears throat> let's um let's get to the 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 part of the show that I think a lot of the the fans are probably waiting for, and that's the uh, the last uh, segment of the night and and of the series. We're going to wrap up the division dive tonight with the the NFC East. And I gotta I gotta throw this out there. You guys tell me what you think because you live in you live and die inside this division with your team being in this division. This is the most high profile, highly scrutinized division in the NFL. Yeah. I we're, we're also the I greatest think. division in the NFL. I know a lot well, of people well, 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 think they have the greatest. Division. We're not going to go Homer there, but we're going to go. We're going to go high profile. Here's most why it's the greatest. Hold on. Here, here's where I think people misinterpret. Like when diehard Giants fans are like, your diehard Eagles fans are like, oh, the NFC East is better than any other division. It's like everybody outside of the division is always like, oh, this, what do you mean? You guys don't have the most Super Bowls or anything. That's not the point. The point is even when teams go on a streak of like the way the Cowboys have in the past or the Eagles, they're still beating up to try to just get that name. And like, I'm sorry, I don't hear about the actual animosity of team to team in the NFL very much still in divisions like you do in the NFC East. Like dudes don't like each other. Just Yeah, no, no. Like I said, it's, it's got the, it's got a, a rivalry and a, and a hatred that the other divisions don't have. They claim there's it. no doubt. There's no doubt about it. It doesn't always mean that the best teams are in that division, but in terms of so here's how I would I would that's, say that's, that's, this is what the NFC East is to me. The NFC East to me is what the Big Ten is in college football. Every freaking team hates each other. It doesn't mean they always have the best teams, but they all hate each other, and there's always a rivalry. That's the NFC East. Yeah, but I actually don't. I I, I don't I want to point out that they do have the most Super Bowl wins and NFL championships in in the history of in the do they, sport. Really? I, I said that just throwing out. Do they? Do we, they we do. We we have we have twenty one NFC championships and thirteen Super Bowl victories. We are the yeah, greatest by division. division. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, all right. I, Suck it, you, NFL Alex. fans. I, I, you know, I'm surprised a little bit by that, though, just because there's some there's some dynasties. It's because Philly finally won one. We could have done without them winning. We were still the greatest. They were still the greatest <laughs> because you had the we Cowboys, had the Giants. I forget, guys. The um, formerly known as the Washington Redskins uh, still won two. <laughs> Pending. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they're getting rid of all of their – they're going to be getting rid of that logo because they're getting rid of everything Native American. Apparently. So, you know, speaking of the Redskins, that's where – that's where we will start because they may not be the Redskins <laughs> much longer. Much longer. We don't know. We don't know if they're going to be the Generals or whatever they're going to be. Washington Football. But here's here's what we do know: they're not going to be any stinking good. That's, that's a what fact, we do know. Jack. Yeah, that's a fat fact. And here here's why. Here's why they they have a team that doesn't have any kind of threat on offense at all. Peterson, Adrian Peterson is their best guy, and he's what a 30, 33, 34 year old running back who's going to be a Hall of Famer, but he's their best. He's their best guy, you know. Dwayne Haskins yeah. is not, my opinion, the jury's still out, but not the answer at quarterback. I think this team's going to be drafting second overall, and they're going to be taking another Ohio State quarterback next season. But that's just what I think. 
the rest of the the rest of the offensive line, they got rid of their best left tackle, Trent Williams. <laughs> they may not be able to get Brandon Scherf signed long term, so the the O line could be in shambles quicker than a hiccup. Yeah, I you know I'm I have to put my foot in the mouth, and I know it's only been a year, but still, I just I liked Dwayne Haskins going before the preseason, <laughs> even before the year, like Alex knows because I was like. I'm happy with Jones. He was mad as hell, I love Daniel Jones' pick, but I was kind of still like, I think Dwayne Haskins is still a good quarterback. And then training camp kind of started to happen a little bit more. And then preseason started to happen a little bit more. And then the regular season actually happened. That's right. Man, well, I put my foot in my mouth of saying that I thought he actually had NFL potential. He needed to stay in college another year. He needed a little bit more, uh, you know, ability to try to, I guess, understand a playbook at a higher. But not even that; just play games a little more intensity to them, because I think it's what, I think that's what woke him up. But yeah, they're they're terrible. I'm sorry, the Washington Warriors or listen, Red Wing Tails, but they're going to be Washington football is terrible. That, that's that's all we're yeah. going to say on this subject. They are absolutely terrible. You can go and look There's at their chart now. This is how bad they are. Dwayne That's Haskins is going to be their starting quarterback this season. Darius Geis is going to be their starting running back ahead of Adrian Peterson, which kind of blows my mind. But given the fact that Adrian Peterson is a little bit old, I understand it. Yeah, but Geis has had injury right. problems so there's, too. There's that, there's that nuance there. And then you got to go look at their wide receivers, right? they got Terry McLaurin, Steven Sims, and Kelvin Harmon. Calvin they Harmon, they yeah. don't really there's, have like anybody. I said, there's, there's not a threat anywhere. Now they I'm they have built Redskins. They've built their defense in terms of getting after the quarterback. You know, they obviously took Chase Young this year. They've taken Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen, former first round picks at defensive tackle out of Alabama. Kerrigan's still good. Now I will say, hey, yeah, Kerrigan is still a good player. Landon Collins is there now from the Giants, so we know he's a good player, even though he's not on the Giants. I mean the the defense is formidable. I I feel like they're they're decent. They've got some old guys. Thomas Davis is over there now from from the Chargers. But I mean Kendall Fuller is a very good yeah, corner. Ronald Darby is injury prone, but he can be okay. They've got so, some they've got some good guys, man. Like you said, Ryan Kerrigan, Jonathan Allen. Freaking this team's just not going to be able to they've score. They've got Chase Young, Montez Sweat. They've got a good defense, yeah. but their offense is atrocious, yeah. man. You got to you got to score points in this league now and they're just not yeah, going to do it. It's going to be tough for them. They're going to their defense is going to have to allow fewer than 3 3 scores a game or they're they're screwed. Oh. Yeah, this this is not a you want to this could be this could be a a Jaguars team of a couple years ago where they're averaging 17 points a game and they win they win 3 or 3 or 4 games. That's what that's what yeah. it could be. Like I said, yeah. I don't I don't like I don't like this team. I mean, Haskins, you know, they listen, they took him what? They took him with the fifteenth pick in the draft that year. The the same year the Giants took Daniel Jones uh sixth overall. I mean I, obviously they, they liked him. You know what though? They they sat there in that pick and they got him. They they never got scared that somebody else was going to take them. They never felt like they had to move up to get them. Not that that doesn't mean they didn't like him because they still took him at 15, but a lot of times you get antsy, you move up to guarantee, you know, stuff like that. So uh, he, he benefited from a great Ohio state team who had a great year. 
and said, I got to cash in these chips. Yeah. I mean, I, I, th- I just, that's what, that's what happened. I don't, again, I don't think he was ready for the NFL. I still don't think he's ready for the NFL. Uh, with the way things are going right now, he's at a severe disadvantage. I mean, yeah, he's going into his second year, but he's at a severe disadvantage because he's getting less time. They've got a new system to learn now. And he's, well, if he's not ready, they're definitely picking it. Yeah, the top no, five. that's what I'm saying. He he's definitely not ready to be the quarterback of the future for that team. Um, I called it before he was even drafted. He's he will be Jamarcus Russell 2.0. Um, I uh, I stick bad. by that. Well, that's a that's a I, big I never wanted, He won't be. I'm just saying that's just the way it's going to go for the nah. kid. He's he's not going to do anything because of his problems learning a playbook. He's going into a second playbook and he couldn't grasp the first one with the team he was at. So. Well, I mean, to be fair, though, Danny Dimes is going to be learning something new from Garrett. Once right, we but get Daniel, there. Daniel Jones didn't have trouble learning our playbook. He's still learning a new playbook, though, and so is the, a lot of the yeah. NFL. But, look, all I'm saying is I'm just car- contradicting you that he's going to be Jerome Marcus Russell. He is going to be Jerome Marcus Russell 2.0. He already is. Right, well, that means he's going to be out of the league at the end of the, at the, end yep. of the next year. Not a he, they, somebody might hang on to him, but he's, he's not going to be a successful NFL quarterback. All right, fair enough. I, I can't yeah. – I'm not going to argue that. I don't – I don't think he's going to live up to a first-round draft pick. Like no. I said, I I think the Redskins are drafting another quarterback next year. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that that you're wrong uh, there. I mean the the big Jamarcus Russell 2.0. I mean M- Russell was the first overall pick, so I mean that's a big draft bust. But I understand I understand the concept for sure. How about um how about a team that we all probably agree we thought uh, had the worst draft strategy. In, in the league this this year, and that's uh that's the, the city of brotherly loves Philadelphia Eagles, um, you know Wentz is obviously the key if he's healthy, you they're they're competitive, uh they took Jalen Rager, um at wide receiver in the first round they could have had a couple other guys, um available, um, you know we thought that maybe they, you know they would go with Justin Jefferson or maybe with a corner. They didn't. Uh, they ended up taking uh, Jalen Hurts early as a as another quarterback, and we were kind of blown away uh, at how early they took Hurts in the draft. So I mean, the the strategy there was was certainly one that we were um, pretty pretty vocal about being um, a, against the team themselves. They have. They have good players, but they already but they have injury prone players. There's no there's no doubt about it. I mean, we've seen Wentz have MVT MVP type of season um, when he's healthy, but that's a, that's a big if lately, boys. Yep, that's uh, I mean we all kind of we I, I don't know I don't know if they were the worst draft. I think that still goes to the Raiders, but. Um... Yeah. They they definitely had a, a terrible. They had they were a head scratch yeah, taking Jalen Hurts in the it, second it, round. Yeah, I, I don't know I don't know what the thinking is there. I don't know what Doug Peterson is trying to pull well, over anybody's well, quarterback guru. Come on, we. I, I mean, I understand that, but we've got a guy. We've got a quarterback room that that compiles Carson Wentz, Nate Sudfield, Jalen Hurts, and and our previous fourth round sixth round pick, freaking Kyle Laletta. So, um. I'm a little confused here. I like the running back. I like Miles Sanders. Does Hurts win that backup job? Yeah, he's 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 on their practice squad. Um, so look, it, it, it's weird to me. They they got Elijah Holyfield. All right, they've got Miles Sanders. I like him. 
Alshon Jeffrey, like Deshaun Sanders. Jackson, these are guys that we've seen play for a long time. Um, you know, we'll, they're going to run that two tight end system anyway with Ertz and Goddard. Exactly. Like so you know how much did, so. how much playing time is Rager going to see? Is friggin' Alshon Jeffrey going to be able to catch the damn ball and hold on to it? Um, well, Rager might see a lot if Deshaun Jackson gets axed. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, so we have no idea. I mean, yeah, they got Marquise Goodwin. He's been a good player. But, uh, again, there's a lot of question marks on this team right now. I don't think they addressed their defense like they needed to. I mean, they went and got Darius Slay, and they have Jalen Mills. And they, they've got a couple pieces out there that are, are good. You know, Brandon Graham, F- Fletcher Cox, friggin' they, – they got some de- decent guys on defense, but they didn't do enough to improve the team. I think I think they're one well, of the, the I mean, least they, improved. They could have if they would have drafted right. better. I, I think they're one of the least improved teams in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of status quo besides Darius Slay coming in to be the the top dog at corner. I mean, this team could have done a lot more through the draft to improve. I mean, let's face it they're they're in the thick of this division, in my opinion, and I don't think they did enough to improve. Uh, and and become a better football team and be a, be a playoff team doesn't mean I don't think that they're still gonna they're gonna be in the thick of it but they could have done a better job through the draft of improving their team and I just think that they fell short with the with the Rager pick in round one the Hertz pick in round two that's when you could have gotten probably two potential starters um, whether one be on your offensive line or one on your defense. Um, I, I just think they missed the boat early. Yeah. I guess they assume that uh, nine and seven, uh, you know, made them, uh, you know, gods or something. Like, hey, we can yeah, do whatever I mean, we listen, did. We're nine and seven. Like, no, yeah. get out of here. Like, it's the it's typical of the Eagles, you know. They they have these streaks where they're good, and then they kind of, you know, fall back to mediocrity, and they still will play good football, but that's what we'll get again. Because I'm going to tell you, as we've beaten to like a you know a dead horse, Wentz will not be healthy enough to carry that team for 16 games, and and is that why they made the investment early on in Hurts? It's possible. Why would you? It it, it just. It, I mean it, that that's so sad to say that you're banking on your franchise QB to not play the entirety of that's, the season because of the track record. That's exactly what it says, and that's really sad. And that means you know what? Good. Have fun, Philly. You, you suck. Yeah, I mean, well, listen, they're certainly a different team without Wentz. We we saw it. I mean, they were in the playoffs against Seattle. Wentz was in there. They get hurt, and McCown has to come in, and they fall short. I mean, they're they're a different team without Wentz at quarterback. You can't you can't deny it. But I think because of the fact that they've got him and they have enough decent pieces in specific spots. I just I can't get over the fact that they really missed the boat on improving their team in the I'm draft. Sorry, I just there's a certain there's a certain point where I think you've got to just like realize that uh, you know what the Eagles uh, guess what Carson Wentz is a uh, yeah there's not not a whole lot more left in that tank. The ceiling is starting to get lower and lower and lower. Sorry. Well, I'll tell you what though, they definitely have a like a a kind of prove it type of type of year type of mentality i mean the the expectation for eagles fans has to be a playoff team this year doesn't it you would you would think that would be their expectation but especially with seven teams getting in i mean you would you would expect that they got to be a playoff team right 
I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, if they're not, Wentz, you, you, you may have seen your replacement picked already. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, again, that's it. And then you got a project quarterback, and then you got a project quarterback, which Wentz kind of was a project quarterback. So you might have some success, you might not. So you know what? Good luck, Philly. Yeah. I just thinking. I see Philly doing a lot of what uh, I hate to say it, but I feel like they're trying to copy what the Saints have done with Drew Brees yep. and and Taysom Hill. I, I don't. I it doesn't make sense to me. It, it's a it's a stupid pick when you look at it as as what the pick is. But if you if you consider all the factors and the risks that Wentz has, it's actually a smart pick for them because if Wentz does go down, Sudfield only signed a one year contract with him, right? So yeah, he he automatically becomes the guy. He's going to beat out everybody else in that quarterback room. So they have somebody that's that's mobile. And if you look at Jalen Hurts, he's good. He can throw on the run. The guy he he can run the football down that field if you need him to. He can get open. So if he doesn't get stuck in a Taysom Hill like role and ends up taking over as a starting quarterback, either due to injury or just because Wentz is just having terrible play, they might be in a better position for it, and they have the laughing. I mean, they're the last ones to laugh because they, they grabbed them. Yeah, if, yeah it, but, if it works out that way, like, you're 100% right, but I, this team's not winning without Wentz at quarterback. Yeah, like, that, that. that's my whole – that's my argument. Like, I see the flip side of, okay, maybe it is a little smart in a weird sense that – Wentz, this is his fifth year, so I mean, in theory, you know. <clears throat> Who would you rather have right now, Wentz or Goff? Wentz, Goff, Wentz. <laughs> All right, so we got two different, two different answers. I, I, I was just curious because I mean, we, we've had two, we've had one. Both of them have gone to the Super Bowl now. Obviously, one has lost it, one has won it, although he didn't play. But I mean, they're they're always going to be linked together. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, I just, I'm sorry, I'll take golf. I just think he's got more stability. I mean, shit, he doesn't get hurt every other game. But no, that's I, I, I got you. I, I get it. Like I said, this this team is they're in the thick of it. If Wentz is playing to his his level or his ceiling and is healthy, if if that's not the case. They're gonna be they're gonna be struggling and they're just gonna be beating beating each other up in that division like they always do, black and blue NFC East. So I mean, it's gonna it's gonna come down to to Wentz and his health. Um, I mean, this team, I remember when we were watching them in the in the playoffs last year, they couldn't even they couldn't even run passing plays when McCown was in there because they had our single white side was like the only wide receiver healthy they had on the team. I mean it's like someone came in there and just wiped out the whole offense when it comes to injuries. I've never seen anything like that. So, I mean, this team has injury concerns everywhere you look, even with some of their proven guys. I mean, their right guard, Brandon Brooks, torn ACL already. He's, you know, former Pro Bowl guard and everything like that. But that's a hole already. We haven't even played any kind yep. of football yet. So, we'll see. I mean, you got to have the ambulance ready at Lincoln Financial Field for this team. That's a fact, Jack. So we'll uh, we'll move over now to um, what has been dubbed America. They're not team. America's team. Stop um, that. I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe in that um, phrase. I believe that if you took their logo and you looked it up in an encyclopedia, the word 
choke would be next to it. Um, that's the central Texas choke artist, the Dallas Cowboys. I, I apologize, um, for offending any, any Cowboys fans that may also be family. Um, but you know what? It, it is what it is. This team may or may not have a different quarterback at some point during this season. Um, in the fact that they brought in the red rocket, Andy Dalton from the Bengals, uh, to be Dak Prescott's backup, but we don't know if we don't know what's going to happen with Dak long-term, um, in Dallas, maybe, maybe Andy Dalton, uh, is reunited and back to his Texas roots. And after this year, he's the quarterback. Maybe Dak gets a big deal. Who knows? Uh, they've got a ton of offensive firepower. There's no doubt about it. They have Amari Cooper. They drafted CD lamb who fell in their lap in the first round. The offensive line is not what it used to be, but it's still pretty decent. Yeah. Um, uh, now the defense though, besides Besides Demarcus Lawrence rushing the passer, and then the two stud young linebackers Vander Esch and Jalen Smith, there's there's a lot of concern on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, I mean the secondaries has got some names, but I don't know that they're still playing at the highest level. And Haha Clinton Dix, Xavier Woods, and Trayvon Diggs. I mean they're not bad, but it's like well, and Diggs is a young player who's going to have to step up now that Byron Jones is it's gone. It's the typical Cowboys secondary where these guys have some names, but, you know, it'll be sensible. What have you done for me It'll lately? be the sensible style again. You know, they'll maybe get a pick on you, but it'll be a lucky, you know. I don't like their defense at all. Besides the two young, the two young linebackers who just fly around the field and make plays, which, honestly, they could be one of the best pair of linebackers in the yep. league. Other than that, though, I don't like the defense at no. all. Other than that, other than the linebacking core, nothing is really that threatening. I mean, I like Gerald McCoy. Like, I've always been a fan of the guy, but now he's a cowboy. He can go to you – know. Well, I mean, let's face it. Him and Don Terry Poe, they're both they're up there. Old. Their best days are over. They're both, they yeah, they're old. both – their best days are over. They got, um, you know, it's not threatening. Like, it, that makes well, me feel hey, confident about – Daniel Jones being able to not get overly pressured because the line will be okay and then be able to get out of the pocket. Like, I'll tell you what, though. Whatever – if you're a betting man, you're going to be betting the over on every game the Cowboys play because they ain't going to stop nobody and they've got a ton of firepower on offense. You're going to be hammering the overs on Dallas Cowboy games. You heard it here first. I can't disagree. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with it. Again, I'm I'm in the same boat as you guys. I don't, I don't think there's any surprise there. We all we kind of – we kind of all – think the same about you know those guys but um is Dak gonna be the quarterback past it really season? pisses me off because quite frankly like I don't think so I'm a, you, you guys know it y'all make fun of me for it and I don't care I'm a huge Andy Dalton fan I've always loved the Red Rocket he is the guy yeah I love the dude I don't know why I just do always have given him credit it sucks because I want to pull for him but that means that Dak Prescott sucks which is good but that means that Andy Dalton gets his chance and I want him to do good but he's a cowboy, so now it's like the mixed bag. Listen, you're, you're never going to – you may like a guy, but you're never going to root for anybody to do well when they play for the Cowboys. Which sucks. Yeah. It, I get I feel bad for I him. Just, that he I just want to know, do we, think, do we think Dak is the quarterback past this season? And if so, is he getting Mahomes money? Is he, is he closer to Russell Wilson type neither. of money? Neither. The, so guys, the guy wants Mahomes money before Mahomes got the money. I mean, yeah, and 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 doesn't have the yeah, Super Bowl. doesn't have He's the Super Bowl, Super Bowl barely any any playoff success. Uh, the guy's got one of the best running backs in the NFL. He's got 
three really good freaking wide receivers. He he had a Hall of Fame tight end on his team. He's had one of the greatest defense or offensive lines that that allowed them to feed Zeke the ball. I mean, he's yeah. He is not. They have not taken exactly. advantage. If the if, if oh, Dallas, Dallas if Dallas does not yeah. utilize Zeke, Joke. Dak can't perform. It's. The thing that's yeah, I mean, the he, thing about he can hum the tater, but he's not elite. He's not. You he's know? not an elite. He's not an elite quarterback. He's he's oh. somebody that'll be in the league and he'll float around and and he'll be around and he'll get contracts from people who think that he might be able to improve their team. But he's he. I don't, I don't see the kid winning a Super Bowl ever. Where did uh Where did Chris Sims have him on his QB ranking oh. uh, that he released oh, on Twitter? God. Didn't he have him ridiculously Chris high? Sims Why you got remember rankings. Remember when we were looking that up? Yeah. It was ridiculous. He had Dak at like. I got it right four. here. Hold on. He's got him at. You have it. He's got him at eight. It was some eight. There's okay, not eight. a chance, and in... he's got him ahead of Tom Brady, that... Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. That... yeah. Ridiculous. He's got him against quarterback. Yeah. He's got him ahead of quarterbacks who have won Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen that that list. I we when we were just sharing it in the group message, we were it was laughable. But I just could. I knew it was somewhere where it was just like, there's yeah. no way. Man, he's got him ranked eighth, but he wants to be paid like he's number one. That's that's the thing right there. And you know, Jerry Jones may have all the oil money in the state of Texas. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not paying this guy that. He's not worth it, man. He he's not. Yeah, I mean, I'm not paying twenty five mil a year tops. Roll the dice on somebody else. Which here's the thing, you know, and and what's the the craziest thing is is, I love every moment of it because it's just more drama for the Cowboys because they always seem to find it, and I absolutely love it because, I'm, more more scrutiny and they will. Melt. It's great. I love it. And you know what's funny is I want to criticize them and I want to call it out so bad that they suck because of Jason Garrett, but it sucks because he's our coordinator now. But I actually think. He's going to be a good offensive coordinator because he couldn't hack it as a head coach. Well, some guy that's the thing. I mean, look, Bradley, terrible head coach, great D coordinator. Some guys are just better coordinators. Must far- champ. Far- terrible head coach, great D coordinator. Now, here's the thing, though. Do we think, uh, you know, Mr. Uh, Butthurt Aaron Ro- over uh, Aaron Rodgers, McCarthy, is going to be able to do anything? It's I, quite I, frankly, Vegas I don't. has him as the favorite to be coach of the year. I don't. I don't think there's a snowball chance in hell that the guy is going to have an and outstanding boy, coaching year. Our boy Sheen thinks the Cowboys are going to be the top seed in the NFC. Yeah, there's. A- he he thinks they're <laughs> going to be the top seed in the NFC because of their new head coach. That's it. Somebody should have told him before he printed that that once it's on the internet, it's. I can't around. wait. You know, <laughs> here's the thing. I think you're going to see another similar season to last year. Well, they weren't they weren't very good in last the division. Year. I think you're going to see them maybe probably barely edge out the division lead, barely, maybe, and it's going to be with a mediocre record at like nine and seven. It's going to be that year for the NFC East. There's a lot of teams. What do you think you're going to have three nine and seven teams that all make the no, playoffs? No. Okay. Not no. God no. <laughs> no. 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 Um, I, I it's it's the Cowboys, man. You know. <sighs> I, I when was the, besides after Johnson, Jimmy Johnson like I guess put a hex or a curse and I love it because I love Jimmy Johnson because he's my man. I, I guess he put a hex on him because once he left, coaching is just really falling off a cliff. Yeah, I mean, listen, this team was they were ten and they were ten and six last year. Obviously, they Nine were and seven. a playoff 
team. Who, the Cowboys? Nine and seven. Oh, I thought they were a 10 win. They didn't win with 10 wins last year? Not that I'm looking at. Oh, okay. Well, either either way, they were a playoff team last year. We're a year. playoff team, though. You know, so, I mean, the fact is that they they don't look like they're that kind of team no. this year. I mean, there's this – what's going to happen when you've got this, you've got this controversy? Um, you know, actually, they weren't even a 10-win team. What are you talking about? They were 8-8 eight and eight last year. Oh, is that right? Not- well, I'm I'm saying the they're, they're not seven. a good. So it's another team. They're not a good, not a good team. I mean, they improved on offense. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I think Ceedee Lamb is going to be good, and I hate to see it because it's going to be hard to cover him. But I I still just don't see them. It's the Cowboys. There's still that stigma, and I don't I don't think Dak Prescott or McCarthy is the coach or the quarterback to like break that streak. It's not gonna. Happen. It's yeah. it's not. You guys, you keep we keep forgetting. So he came in, he was the offensive rookie of the year. I'm talking about Dak here. Came in in 2016, offensive rookie of the year, friggin' Tony Romo got hurt. He had to come in and play. That alone, because of the success that they had, I mean, they, they made it, they, they didn't, they, they lost the divisional round to the Packers. So it, it is what it is. Yeah, but they made it clear early because of that, that he was right. going to be the guy. They, they, they were so sold on this guy after Jason Garrett won coach of the year because of what he was able to do with them that, he, his first year in the season, he has already set this expectation in his head that he deserves this type of money and he's going to bring this success to this team. Since then, they have gone to the playoffs one time yeah. and they lost. They, they won yeah, I mean, once and they lost once. Yeah, there's not enough, there's not enough success. You're not, you're not going to, you know, uh, make me uh, feel bad or you're not going to hurt my feelings because, uh, I think the kid's overrated. Oh yeah, I, think, I mean, I, I don't, I don't I, care for him. I think he's, I think he's, I think he's, I think he's what you would just call a good NFL quarterback. Oh, I mean, look, is the kid talented? Yeah. That's that's where I would leave him at. I think he's but, a good NFL here's quarterback. The with, here's the thing, though, like McCarthy, I get that you're dealing with a little bit of a different situation, but you're in a very much smaller market per se in Green Bay. There's a lot less just limelight on you. Yes, you had Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you've got yeah, you've got local, you've got your you local could, pressure, but that's just because you're of the of the history. You couldn't figure out. He's, he's in Big Aaron D Rogers. now. You couldn't get along with Aaron Rodgers. How in the hell are you going to get along with the personalities in Dallas? It's not going to work. It's going to fail. That's what, that's what I'm saying. McC- McCarthy won't be the coach of the year. The Cowboys will not be the top seed in the NFC. The scrutiny on Jerry Jones and how he runs his football team will remain, and the logo for the Cowboys will still be the universal symbol for choke. Those are predictions. Amen. Yeah. So, uh, listen, this team, I, I think that they, I think that they got lucky and they got a great player that fell to them in CD Lamb in the in the draft in the first round. So I commend them for adding another weapon that does make it harder to stop them on offense. But like I said, bet the over on the games that they play and collect your money. Unfortunately, yes, but you know what? Suck it, Cowboys. That's right. So so we've we've gotta go now though. We've gotta we've gotta talk about the last team in the division, the New York football giants from the the gang from East Rutherford. Uh this team 
has uh, I mean they've they've got they've got talent they've got the best running back in the NFL in my opinion, but let's face it, it it's going to come down to the the development of Daniel Jones. I mean this this team will will go as Danny Dimes goes. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean new new coach right, so we're going to be we're going to be interested to see how he does as a head coach and ju- and judge Joe Judge for his. His first head coaching job, obviously Gettleman's still the GM, so he's still constructing uh, the roster with a lot of judges' input and, and style. And, and so there's uh, there's some uh, proving that needs to be done with, with Judge and, and how he coaches and whatnot. But, I mean, this team, like I said, they've got some, they've got some good players. They've brought in a couple of, um, uh, of veterans. I love the James Bradbury um, pick, at, uh, which now with the whole DeAndre Baker – fiasco off the field Bradbury is going to be that much more important of a Thank player God. Yes. Um, but that brought you know Xavier McKinney another Alabama safety you know if he's if he's Landon Collins 2.0 you pair him up with Jabril Peppers and you're talking about a hell of a pair at safety um if he's that kind of player well, Jabril Peppers um, you gotta live up to his expectations yeah he does he absolutely does um this team's got to stay healthy Sterling Shepard Golden Tate Evan Ingram they got to stay healthy uh, the first pick, uh, Andrew Thomas, you know, he's got to be a stud left tackle. Um, he has to be because they took him fourth overall. Alex hated the pick, so now he's got to be good. Otherwise, we're never going to hear the end of it. Yes, I wasn't a, um, I wasn't a fan of that. He's actually not uh, the left tackle. They're, they have him out on the right-hand side. He's, he's a right tackle. Well, we'll, well, we'll, we'll see because that's going to be a battle when, and if and when they move Solder. Over. Nah, they're going to roll Solder. Thomas is going to be the left tackle. I, I mean, I would I've hope seen, so. I've the team's official depth that. chart right now has Nate Solder at left tackle and Andrew Thomas at right because the I've next best that. option at right tackle, other than Nate Solder, is Matt Pert. Yeah, rookie third round pick out of UConn, who I think eventually. He'll, I think he'll develop into right a great tackle. I just don't know if he's ready to start at so, right tackle. Look. Look, no, I don't think so. They needed a right tackle. One double A school, but I think eventually he could be the right tackle. Look, they needed a right tackle. We didn't have one ready to go. They picked. They picked Andrew Thomas. He's very much proven to be able to slip in as a rookie and be very good. And you know what? It gives you. It gives Solder a shot to give a little bit of confidence in himself because he's lost some in himself. Clearly, you know. Look, the guy's definitely not been what we wanted him to be, and unfortunately, I think New England was smart when they got rid of him for a reason, but. I think he's still got at least another year that he could be manageable at left tackle if the rest of the line picks up their, you know, gets their act together and stops just talking. I mean, I will be honest. It's it's the first time in, in at least uh, a little while where I could say that the offensive line has a chance to be decent. In yeah. the past, I, I did not – I could not say that. I, I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, I know you, you – me and Alex butt heads on Gettleman like – as you know, Gettleman is the truth. Even, I'm not going to deny that his some of his offseason acquisitions are terrible. I don't know if terrible. Gettleman is the truth because we did win the trade with friggin' the Browns. I'm not. There's no argument there. We won that trade. I did what like I, the Williams yeah, trade, getting, but I'm not going to knock what the guy has done through the draft. The guy has come in and no, rebuilt getting, the team. Getting Zeitler and Peppers and dumping Beckham and, and Vernon. You won that trade. You kind of hurt yourself a little bit, though, with the stupid. Williams trade. That That's Williams trade was what, stupid and signing him to a frigging third round pick. Yeah, you missed out on terrible. Well, let's be real. Dude, who, we were a terrible team. Does it really matter what was given up at the end? Of- 
Well, unfortunately, now though you're paying him the franchise. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it, We're paying him sixteen point one million dollars to play his true position, and the guy wants eighteen to twenty million to re-sign with us. It ain't gonna look, happen. So it's a wasted spot. Yeah. Now I'm not gonna I'm not say he didn't draw him. pressure and allow Marcus Golden to get more sacks, but the guy didn't apply enough well, pressure. Yeah, problem is, what, is what, Golden's dumbass is the one that still doesn't want to sign the contract. Come on. Yeah, and that's that's the biggest glaring problem on this team is who the hell is rushing the nah, passer? that's not the biggest they problem. Had, they had ample – it is, yeah, in it, my it's opinion. It's the biggest problem. Who's going to rush the Cent, passer? Center and kicker Please. are the biggest problems we have. Oh, oh get out of here. The kicker and the center Dude, get, get out of here. Hell. I know you guys think, you think I know Rosas is going to be on the team? I, it doesn't matter if Rosas is on the team. You'll find another <laughs> kicker. That's Dude, definitely like, not the biggest problem. <laughs> The guy snapping you the football and the guy kicking the football is not the biggest Dude, problem. the problem is, is the fact is we banked on Marcus Golden not being a jackass. And well, we have jokes, Leonard Williams. Joke's yes. on him. Nobody, nobody wants why? to find him. So. Why did Gettleman not jackass. draft the pass? I don't know. That, that's, that's my biggest we, cue. We, because you've got a young why? quarterback and you've got a young running back that you would like to keep for years. And if you don't keep them clean and protected, you're going to d- d- – just get destroyed. Yeah. So, but, but they had ample time. First of all, you guys had so much draft ammunition. We begged for a trade up multiple times when there were pass rushers on the board. It never happened. Why did Gettleman I not don't... make that move? Knowing he didn't have Golden re-signed and knowing that Lorenzo Carter and Kyler Fackrell are your edge rushers. I cannot give Giants fans a, a good answer as to why Gettleman did not draft. There isn't. I mean, the linebacking core has definitely gotten a lot better, finally. Thank God. Uh, I like Blake Martinez in the middle and Mayo to be the other inside linebacker on, on rush downs. I think and Lorenzo Carter, tackling machine, Lorenzo Carter is really but, good. I don't care what anybody says. So I, the linebacker, well, he's got to prove that here's the thing though. I, you know, the one thing that's interesting that I, I've, you know, been saying a lot about when we we're coming up to this episode, I hate that we don't have pass rush and I do think it's the biggest glaring issue. So I a hundred percent agree. But the one thing I know that's going to be a little bit different is it's not going to be the same stagnant defenses that we've had because they're not going to. We're not running that type of team anymore. It's. I'll tell you what, though. Here's the thing with the, with the young, uh, besides Bradbury and Peppers, with the young, inexperienced secondary, what helps that out? A pass rush. I mean, they're running a three-four now, so. Oh, right, which, no, is, which is predicated on on scheme mismatches to be able to rush. Right, the and that's something that he that's what Judge came in and said he's doing. He said he's going to take the guys. He doesn't want to know what they can't do. He want to he wants to know what they can do. So he's going to put people all over the field. We might see because obviously nobody's going to sign Marcus Golden. We might see Marcus Golden freaking playing deep. We, we have no idea. We we no idea what, what's going to happen. Gentlemen's got it. Gettleman's got an old school defensive line with Leonard Williams, Dalvin Tomlinson, and Big Dexter Lawrence. Those are those are some hog molly big dudes. Yeah, those are all big dudes. Here's I mean, those are big dudes. If you put if you line those guys up over the nose or in the in the A gap and B gap, you're gonna have to double team at least one, maybe not two of them if you're if you're running. Like those guys are gonna have to eat up blocks so Blake Martinez can lead the NFL in tackles. I mean, look. 
that, that, that's what here's that what's going to happen. Like. You're missing the whole point, dude. Like, I know you think that uh, they're just going to play whoever they need to play, but Patrick Graham isn't a complete idiot, despite what happened in the beginning of the season. I still, I still don't like that signing. I think, <laughs> I think he, he's got a lot to prove to he, me. He does. I'm not going to deny that. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Dolphins' defense was absolute trash for games, but it's also – I don't think a mark of him. I think it was just a mark of terrible talent. I just, dude, I like his approach. He's willing to put guys where they need to be. So, yes, they have a 3-4, but they're going to run 4-3 at some points. They're not going to strictly be a 3-4. They're going to run whatever matchup works best. So, Well, who's going to be the fourth guy putting their hand in the dirt? I mean, you got that's- – that's where I'm trying to drive home the point. Well, Golden would why be, didn't they go Golden would be that. your guy at your hand in the dirt. I understand, but let's get him signed then. I agree. No, he's, he's tagged. The, so if, he's if the maybe, clown. how long do we have again? Uh, it's, but they got until what? Yeah, the 15th? it's like the 15th, yeah, yeah, the 15th or now the 21st. I think they gave him an extra six days or something like that because of everything going on. I'll tell you. I'll tell you something else too because I know you mentioned kicker and center are your worst problems. And the reason why I disagree is because I love the Shane Lemieux pick out of Oregon, the guy who played guard center out of there. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna replace. Uh, oh, at center. absolutely. I, I, yeah, I mean, I would I would hope that that'd be the case, but I, again, if we had a real training camp. If we had a real training camp, dude, I guarantee you, yeah. he would become that second is, on right, the depth chart. We don't it's have not, a real training camp, so we don't know that's gonna that's happen. Gonna hold back. It's going to okay. hold back a lot of these rookies that are. But Spencer Pulley isn't as awful as you're giving him credit for, or not. Spencer Pulley is not it's, a, listen, a good it's, center. No, listen. He was on the Chargers. I know. I'm just saying that's not your biggest problem. The biggest problem, He's good enough. I, in my opinion, is going to be the pass rush because if it's not there, the secondary will be exposed again. It will be a long year again. I think we'll be okay, man. I mean, I, I think a lot of people are, are friggin' overlooking Julian Love and Corey Ballantyne, who both showed a lot of success. We haven't even touched on friggin' Carter Coughlin or Ryan Connolly. Ryan Connolly is the only question mark on the defense in terms of healthiness right now because he's coming off of an injury. But well, the, that rookie Holmes at a U at a UCLA, he's going to play. That's what I'm saying. And then we got O'Shane Exhibit. He's like. There's there's a lot of depth on this defense that, that wasn't there that before. That is the guy who needs to step up as a pass rusher. Is if, if they can utilize these guys where they need to be at, I, I, I'm I'm not even worried about what's going to happen. The, the, the Carter Coughlin and Cam Brown linebackers, they're they're more of your off ball linebackers. Zimene needs to be the key at, at the pass rush position because he was a what a second, third yep, round. He was a third round pick. So, yeah, so he's got to he's got to be the guy that makes a jump this year because they did not address his position really as a pass rusher and edge guy in the draft. I think that Julian Love is gonna is gonna be more of the like a hybrid safety corner, um, and Darnay Holmes will be more of an outside type of corner. Yeah, I can see that. Like I said, I, I like X Men. I, I kind of I want to see them do more with him. I mean, he had four and a half sacks last season. I know it, it doesn't seem like a lot, but for a rookie coming in the NFL, that's pretty good. Um, I just, and again, I, so I, I was going to say, it's not great, but, but it's not terrible. Um, but no, it's he not, played it's all 16 games, but he wasn't he wasn't on the field yeah. the whole time. So the limited play he got, he showed he showed a lot of a, a lot of success. So the problem with the Giants right now is they've got a lot of young guys that are very interchangeable to being you know there's a lot of rotation that's going to be happening. 
which yeah, they're still figuring out what the what the team is. It's it's I, I think the one thing they finally have, even though I don't like the talent per se, is they've got depth in a way, per se. They've got a Hall of Fame running yep. back. I mean they do, for sure. Um but they have depth finally at you know, in some defensive positions where they haven't had any depth where when, you know, you're not running your ones, it's literally like, okay, well, we might as well just sit down and take a knee for a play because it's just not going to work. I mean, you know. That's yeah, what I was I mean, saying, got, man. The, the thing is, is there, that there is, of, but I still do think it's going to be a problem only because the Cowboys are going to be able to score. In theory, the Eagles are going to be able to score. And Washington won't and score. Washington, for whatever, you know, fucking reason it is, they'll put up 20. Washington could be could have a grinder, uh, a grinder profile. They Look, I think score. we'll split with Dallas. I think we'll split with Philly. We'll definitely wipe the Redskins. Well, I think you need you need to go you need to go two and zero. Oh. You need to get four wins in the division for oh, sure. But what you really need to do is you really need to tell Jason Garrett that every game plan, offensive game plan, needs to start with him telling Daniel Jones to lay off the buttered popcorn before the game because he cannot freaking fumble the football fifteen yeah. times. Yeah, I, I get it's like what's his freaking name from uh. Stupid uh, longest yard. Yeah, shouldn't have had that popcorn. <laughs> Danny Dimes has great talent, great athletic ability. He cannot run offensive plays if he does not hold on to the rock. Oh, I, I 100 agree. I mean, y'all know I love Danny Dimes. Like, I learned about a Danny Dimes shirt. Yeah, like, you did buy the shirt. He's he is my next Eli for me. Like, he really is. I think he's got that potential. The problem we'll is, we'll finally agree on a quarterback. Well, you go from easy E to Danny Dimes, but he's got to hold on to the table. He does, but, you know, I think I'm going to be the homer on this, and you know what? People can criticize me for all they want. A lot of them were not all his fault, where he's literally getting a whole half a second because people just decided to start absolutely annihilating the rush. That's fine. That's fair. When they realized that Barkley wasn't himself with the injury, you know, they definitely lit him up when it came to sacks. Uh, yeah, he had 38 no sacks less. 38 sacks, yeah. 18 fumbles, and they only he lost 11 of them. So, he, I mean, yeah. that's a lot it's of fumbles. Still too many fumbles. Yeah, 30% of what he was sacked, he lost the fumble on, is what that boils down to. It's, yeah, it's, that's still, actually, it's still too high. That's actually incredibly terrible. Yeah, but, it's, it's, it's um, not a good stat at all. Yeah. It's, uh, but here's, here's the thing with, with Jones, because I think he's got – I think he's got – the talent to be the quarterback that they need. He's going to be, obviously he's going to be compared to, to Kyler Murray, you know, because they, that was the other quarterback high profile really that year as the first overall pick, yep. you know, Haskins being in the division, he'll be compared to him as long as Haskins. I want, I want to talk about Kyler Murray for a second. Y'all know I called him Russell Wilson 2.0. Uh, well, he's got that. He's got those now, skill I, sets. Everybody so, was yeah. like, well, if that's the case, why wouldn't you want him to come to New York? The reason I don't want him to come to New York is because I think well, I think his success pick. is extremely predicated on who is coaching him. He went to a familiar coaching system. Not much changed from that, so he was able to slide right in and he have the King, amount of success. Kingsbury is the only reason why he was the first pick. Kingsbury is the only reason why Murray. Oh was no, the first exactly, pick. and it it worked for him though. He knows him. He knows that quarterback, and yeah. he knows what he can do. So that's why he was so successful I, this year. Yeah. I 100% agree. But, I mean, so, you know, Jones with the sixth pick that year, you know, at, at, we, I remember us at the bar and the reaction was was definitely mixed. We thought that, you know, there was probably some some players that we would have rather have, have taken there. But now he's the guy. 
and we feel good about it. But like I said, his development is going to be the key to driving the Cadillac for, for the team. I mean, yeah. sure, health is is a key component, and the way that the the rest of the defense kind of unfolds and plays is certainly a, a key factor in whether they're going to be competitive in games or whatnot. But, I mean, jo- Jones has to take the next step and, and really take the reins at of the offense, which I don't know. I know for a fact Garrett's going to want him to hold on to the ball or otherwise they're going to be in neutral. It's as much as I hate to say it. I mean, you know, and and Garrett's got Barkley and he's going to be like, let's do what we did. Let's give, let's feature him. Like we did Zeke. What's the worst that could happen. I think he's going to be proof to be a good offensive coordinator. A lot of people don't like the move. I like it personally. Um, I didn't have a problem with it. Saquon Barkley is going to be the offensive player of the year this year. I would love that. Yeah, I think we all would love that. Um, you know, it's going to, you know, I think one miss, you know, one thing that I started thinking about with the Giants too, this leading up to tonight's episode, you know, I think Darius Slayton's going to end up putting himself among the, you know, list of above average wide receivers that have really great success for a handful of years for the Giants. And I think I'll tell you what, be if he guy. makes a jump, if he makes a jump, that's a huge boost to that offense. Cause let's face it, it's Golden happen. Tate is declining. Sterling Shepard's probably, you know, at, at his peak. Uh, Slayton might, might need to be the playmaker that they he need. He will be. I think, He's yeah, got rep- I think Slayton will improve. Everybody keeps talking about <clears throat> the Giants need to have the next Victor Cruz. I'm like, yeah, I can kind of see where you're coming from. So I don't want another Victor Cruz. I want somebody better than Victor Cruz. And I think yeah, Darius Slayton yeah, be there ML, man. Dude, okay. you, got, you guys want an Odell Beckham without the sideline. Yeah, but that's yeah, not gonna I want an Odell without the drama. Well, that's yeah. not going to happen right now. So, well, no, maybe next year you get Jamar Chase. I mean, knows? it's possible, but look, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I'm not knocking the team, but I mean, the most prolific wide receivers for the Giants, when all is said and done, is what? Monty Toomer and Ike Hilliard. Don't get a hey, don't hate on Toomer though. Now, now here's the thing. No, or, this or, is where or, my point is. No, this is where my point is though. They haven't. They've had a knack for the past couple of, yeah, you know, shit, well over a decade of being able to find receivers that will give them four to five, you know, well above average years where it keeps them competitive. And I mean, yeah, Plexico Burris, Hakeem Nix. You know, sufficient, Marring, Mario yeah, Manningham, Manningham big, Hicks. You were a big, a big Hakeem Nix guy. Nix was my guy. I love that dude. He, you know, I mean, David David Tyree made the most important catch in his team history. I mean, Steve Smith for a little bit was that guy. Then you had, yeah, the USC slot man. He was a good player. You know, Beckham. Then unfortunately, for he was great for a couple of years. You know, yeah. it's they know how to get guys for a couple of years at a time. And I think Slayton's going to be the next guy. I unfortunately don't think he's going to be an all time great. I don't think he's going to be an all timer. But he might. He might not need to be for their offense to be successful enough because I think you have an all time great in the backfield. But I think you're going. You got to get going to be like a better Ike Hilliard. I mean, shit, the Giants fans would have to take yeah, that. Yeah, I would you know? be okay with that. That's where I think yeah, he's going to be. Exactly. That's where I think so he's going to be. Where's the realist? Uh, we're not doing any predictions on the on the show tonight, but where's the realistic expectations? I mean, I think, the they go, I, think, I think they go even. If they, if they play their cards yeah. right and, and the team works the way they need to on a first-year system, despite we might go we might go 9-7. and seven, But I, I, see, so, I see an 8-8. Eight so eight. it's not – 
It's not like what Sheen said as being one of the first. No, yeah, I, I don't like that, that at all. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't think they've got the Patriots, Jaguars, Giants. Yeah. Worst three teams, he said. You guys an idiot. Not a chance. <laughs> I think the Giants sit somewhere between seven and nine to nine and seven. I'm not, I don't know yet because so I haven't put pen and paper on a uh, – well, I haven't put a pen and paper to it, but they can be. Yep. Here's the thing: they can be seven and nine, and it is actually a good thing. Is this is this division going to beat each other up again this year? I think I it's think gonna everybody's going to beat freaking the skins, and then we'll just beat each other yeah. up. But they're definitely think, like the redheaded. Do the, do the red do the Redskins? We're not doing we're not doing every team's prediction yet. But do the Redskins win a division no. game this year? Uh yeah, they will. No. They always. Do. They always find a way, man. Hell no, dude. They'll find a way to like. They'll find a way to like beat the Cowboys. Not with Dwayne Haskins, they won't. Dude, it happens. Come nope. on, I'm giving them. Now, I don't think they're gonna win no. many more. They're not gonna win many more than that one division nah, game. Bro. But they're gonna go zero and six a... in the division. <laughs> that's good enough. That defense is good enough to get them. Yeah, hey, that's my predict. Now this they're may going. Be, this may you be the heard last it time here we call first. The they're going zero and six in the division. Nah. I'm not, One I'm in not five. They're picking number two overall. <laughs> uh, that I honestly think it's very possible. But I Trevor Lawrence to the Panthers, Justin Fields. To God, the Redskins, if Lawrence go, yeah. Here's the problem, dude. You know what? Redskins, go ahead and tank it. Go ahead and get Trevor Lawrence. Have fun. Get sunshine. You know that's great and dandy. You are never going to win shit when you've got the guy named Snyder running it. You will never win shit. He's any good, Redskins he's like Jones, he's not a good. He's not a good. Owner. Any any Redskins fan, and I don't know if there's any listening. Have fun. You can hate me all you want. The Redskins suck, and you're always gonna suck because of Snyder. Have fun. You'll maybe you get one division win. You'll probably win maybe three total. Have fun. Yeah, so it's not a good not a good outlook. I I I can't disagree. I can't disagree with that at all. As a matter of fact, it's like I said, I. I think they're picking second in the draft. Yeah, they're so, be terrible. There's not a lot of positive second behind the not Panthers. Not a lot of positivity right there. The Eagles, yeah. I think, are going to have interesting luck, and I think the Cowboys are going to, you know, probably, unfortunately, just by talent on offense, technically, probably. Well, yeah, and we'll we'll see. Like I said, this this is the most scrutinized and the most, uh, you know, popular and and obviously with history, the most successful division. In the NFL, this is the team. This is the division that's always in the limelight because of the teams that are in it. That you got, you got four. This is another reason why. I need to wrap up. The, they, yeah, they are in four jumbo markets. Yeah. Every single team: New York, Washington D.C., Philadelphia, and Dallas. Four huge markets, yeah. right? So, of course, there's going to be, uh, you know, scrutiny and, and the and the hourglass, the uh, the telescope on them. Well, I mean, has there been a division that's had so much, like, closeness between... Like, there's such a small gap between first and second, usually, and then even some other years, you've only got three games separated third to one. Week 17 always seems to be the winner wins the division. Exactly. So it's like... yeah, We'll see. And you know what? I would not be surprised if that's the case again this year. Oh, I think it definitely will because or, or here's the thing. One, of these, one or maybe two of these teams is playing for a playoff spot the last week of the season. The Eagles did not get better. We already said it. The Cowboys have a new system. The Giants have a new system. So there's going to be learning curve there. I don't think yeah. the Eagles are going to be good enough. I think you got those three teams punching it out at the end of the year. One will be yeah. seven and nine. One will be eight and eight. And one will be nine and seven. 
or yeah, I don't think two eight and eights teams, and a ten and six or some weird crap like that. It could be weird. I don't think any of these teams did enough over the off season to where they they pulled ahead and said no. we're the, we're the favorites, we're the clear favorites, we're the top of the division. None none of the teams did that. There's team. no more. There's no dream team here for the Eagles. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no, not 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 happening. So we'll we'll see. I mean, this is obviously going to be a a division of focus uh, for the three of us personally, just with the the two diehard Giants fans, you know, on the on the show. So we'll we'll get very very Giants and Chargers heavy as the as the season we uh, goes on and we get into into the season. Um, but you know, for everybody who's a, a a fan of any of these other teams in the division, obviously we. We hope that you enjoy the content. Um, if you're if you're a fan of of the podcast, you know, uh, follow us whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the Anchor app. You know, we appreciate the support. Subscribe, follow, like. Um, you know, get the word out. Uh, we want to be able to continue to to grow the show um, to bring more uh, football content. So next next week we will continue the uh, the all time uh, team. Uh, build we'll cover some um, more you know NFL updates and, and things like that and we will put uh, these two Giants diehards uh, to the test we will have some Giants themed trivia where the winner gets to uh, be the Giants in our Madden franchise and the winner also gets to pick the losers team that they have to be um, so we'll get uh, we'll get some Giants only trivia for these two to compete next week so that should be that should be entertaining to put their brains to the test and and see uh see what they know about their beloved uh East Rutherford gangsters. So yeah, you're, you're going uh, down there, bud. Sorry, love you, but no. not not gonna. It'll, it'll be good. It'll be you. real good. I got you. So um, we uh we we appreciate it. Like like you said, uh, any any of our followers, we hope that you, you enjoyed the content tonight, boys. Another another great show. Good uh good stuff. Way to bring it. Yep, it's been fun. Everybody, thank awesome. you. Awesome. So we appreciate it. So for for Matt and and Alex and myself, uh, this has been another episode of Pound the Pigskin where it's all football all the time. We will catch you boys next week.